0: Good works. Well, hello there, my friends. Chris Mark is here with you for our Economics. Thank you, everyone, for your patience. Uh, a little behind our start time, had small technical difficulty, but glad to be here with you and glad to be here with two people that I got to spend some time with this past weekend, joined by Jorge Canoza of Fortuna Silver Mines And, of course, Dave Kranzler from Investment Research Dynamics. And we're going to be digging into Fortuna's second quarter production numbers, but also touching on a trip we had this past weekend to see the Seguela mine in person and was nice to get a tour there, actually see everything that goes into bringing gold out of the ground and quite an impressive operation and uh, amazing, perhaps equally so, that Jorge, you were giving a tour of the mine over the weekend. And then you have production numbers coming out in just a few days later. And joining us late at night from Paris, but pleasure to have you here as always. And how are you doing tonight?
1: No, uh, great to to you know be in your program again and here with Dave. And and uh, yeah, no, it was a few most interesting days outside, and and look forward to sharing uh, the latest with you.
0: Well, I think we will be excited to dig into that, and Dave, good to have you back on here as well. We just finished recording tomorrow's update, but nice to see you again live with our audience, and how are you today, sir? Doing well, thanks. Still a
2: little bit jet-lagged but um, and sleep-deprived, but I'm recovering.
0: Well, I hear you. L- long trip to get there, um, although well worth it, and perhaps we'll hold off on the Seguela trip for just a moment because I know... Jorge, you did have production numbers out this morning and I'm going to pull that up. Fortunately, things were largely in line, although perhaps just to kick things off, you could give us a walk through how things went in the second quarter at the various mines you're operating.
1: Yeah, you know, on, on the positive side, we had a first goal reported, uh, uh, or first quarter reporting gold at Segela. We reported about, 4,000 ounces of gold. Our first sales will take place uh, uh, actually tomorrow, July 13th. Uh, But no, nice to see our our first quarter reporting gold uh, production out of uh, uh, our newest flagship asset. Also the Yaramoku mine in Burkina Faso had an outstanding quarter. Uh, you know, uh, twenty-nine thousand ounces of gold. Uh, the the mine is benefiting from uh, some uh, new uh, access to some new zones outside of our reserves and resources. Really, uh, where we're finding some high grades. So the development of those new zones is feeding, you know, thirteen gram gold material to the mill. So therefore, uh, the the excess production which is being bumped by uh, the development or being fed from these high-grade zones, right? Uh, so, you know, uh, you know, the low note came out of the San Jose mine in Mexico. Uh, you know, we had a 15-day stoppage during the quarter, and that took a toll in both gold and, and silver production, right? Uh, we know that a lot of companies have been struggling uh, with the... Profit sharing. Uh, we saw Newmont announcing force major at uh, Peñasquito and placing the mine on 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 standby. Well, they uh, settled on negotiations that are dragging for I believe close to a month now. So you know, we were able to settle with with our union in 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 fifteen days of hard negotiations. That's behind us, and we're looking to recover. Uh, production and we expect we'll be able to meet uh, production at that mine within range uh, of annual guidance in the low end of range but within range and you know the other mines perform according to expectations during the
0: quarter yeah and jorge i know you mentioned in the press release that even with the san jose mine getting shut down for a little bit still overall helping to be offset by beginning production at seguela and on target to meet the annual guidance range?
2: Yes, yes.
0: Okay, and Dave, would you like to take over and ask some questions from there?
2: A um, Couple of questions here. Um, so the, the gold equivalent production was 93.4 thousand ounces. What What would that have been if San Jose could have operated for the full quarter?
1: You know, San Jose was scheduled to deliver around 9,000 ounces, no, nine, 10,000 ounces, around 9,000 ounces in the quarter. So, you know, on on a consolidated basis, once we add up everything, I think, uh, uh, you know, the the shortfall in gold production was offset by higher production at both Yaramoco and Seguela. Where we took the bigger hit was in silver. Right, uh, San Jose is our largest silver contributor, so uh, we saw a, a 24% shortfall in, in, in silver for the quarter with respect to, to the year to the previous quarter or the comparable quarter a year ago. So, uh, you know, Mexico has turned into a very difficult operating environment for most miners, and uh, but the, the issues are behind us now. We're looking forward to a strong
2: third third quarter. So, um, uh, zinc and lead production were up uh, twenty nine and thirty four percent respectively um, year over year. What drove what drove that?
1: We you know the Animas vein, which is the main mineralized structure at the Cayoma mine. Uh, on the deeper portions of the of the vein, we we have developed a, a very nice ore uh, and uh, the, the the lower levels uh, are exceeding or our expectations uh, and 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 uh, giving us upside surprises on on lead and zinc content, right? Uh, and that's where mining is concentrated now, and and uh, we're seeing you know. It shoots with much higher grades than the model originally indicated. Uh, you know, sometimes we see uh, uh, these uh, surprises to the downside, and, uh, and and sometimes to the upside, and that's what we're seeing now. Right? Very, very welcome.
2: So, is that? I mean, is that? You know, I guess is that going to continue to be volatile or is that going
1: to be? Sustainable? We, no, no, no. I believe, I believe, uh, at least for the year, we see sustainability because those stocks will continue producing throughout the year. So, uh, you know, we're very enthused about what we're seeing in those deeper levels of the animal's vein. And again, that's a mine that's been in production, that's, that's a vein that we brought into production back in 2006. Uh, you know, 17 years of production, and in the deeper levels of the mine, uh, still giving, right? So, uh, uh, you know, Cayoma is not our, our smallest operation, but our first mine in, in, in the portfolio, and uh, continues giving, right? Incredible asset.
2: So, I actually have two more, just because you brought up Yaramoko. Um the...
0: Uh, The average grade, I think you mentioned, was 13 grams per ton this quarter?
1: That was development grade. You know, uh, this varies, but uh, production stops usually uh, source between 50, 60, and up to 70% of production for the mine. And development ore sources anywhere between 30-40% of of production. In this quarter, we saw development ore sourcing as much as 40% of production. And that development ore grade was coming with 13 grams per tonne. And it comes from some of these higher grade zones on the fringes of of our current resource reserve envelopes. So that's why, as we noted in the news release, we'll be looking to update our resource uh, and and reserve estimate for the Aramoco mine uh, before the end of the year, because uh, we believe, you know, uh, what we are seeing merits an interim update. Uh, uh, you know, we produce our consolidated research research statements every year in in at the start of the year, usually February or March. But instead of waiting now until February March 2024. For Yaramoko and Seguela, we plan to produce uh, interim updates probably around October, November.
2: Okay, so at thirteen grams per ton, that must have must have reminded the the rocks fellows of the old days of that mine, the early days. <laughs> yes,
1: and again, uh, that's the beauty of the business, right? Uh, uh, these are areas that have been drilled with some spacing, so. Uh, uh, you know i don't believe what we're seeing can dramatically change the story of the mine but certainly can help season uh production for the next two years absolutely oh, okay so, well, i good. think it has that potential so that's why we want to produce an update and put put it out uh, for everybody to see and, and and do but my expectation is that uh uh, what we're finding, you know uh, is is high grade. it's and and it ha, can help us season production, no seasoning for production uh, over the next couple of years, yeah.
2: So when you put out the um, resource and reserves estimate update, is there a chance that it'll be accompanied by a reversal of that charge that you took on your?
1: An, an impairment reversal. I don't want to get ahead of myself. We we have to produce the resource reserve estimate, do our numbers. Uh, uh, But uh, yeah, yeah, you know, could it be possible? It could, but we have to do our numbers, right?
2: Then one more thing, really quickly. I I noticed the the, uh, grade control drilling um, was able, you were able to increase the the grade on the antenna pit by 13% and also um the tonnage. Was that kind of a surprise to you, especially, you know, a 13% increase in the grade? Because it seems like seems like Segala is the gift that keeps on giving all of a sudden. <laughs> you know, we love it. And that's why we bought it. The the
1: the issue here for our investors and our shareholders, you know, is that Good things take time, and uh, we acquired uh, Rockgold back in uh, uh, July 2021, that's when we closed the acquisition, and uh, it's been almost two years now, it's been two years of, of, you know, acquisition, construction decision, construction, deployment of $180 million in capital, uh, get the man going. Uh, so, so it's only now we're going to start seeing the benefits of the transaction. The driver for that transaction was Seguela. Uh, Yaramoco is a nice to have, uh, but the driver, the value added, comes from from Seguela, the exploration potential, and and uh, we're seeing one more of these uh, opportunities with the positive reconciliation. We're most excited about that. Uh, we closed our drilling spacing from 20, 25 meters down to 10 meters. Mm. Uh, we have infilled almost one year of production. And uh the outcome is that we have a uh, 15% more gold uh, in 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 inventory, and that's that's significant, and that's why we put it out, right? Uh, So we're quite excited about that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's fantastic.
0: And Jorge, obviously you've started with Antenna, but was wondering if you could provide an update of what is the sequence of some of the other locations uh, when you start uh, producing from those and what the plan is like going forward there at Seguela.
1: You know, I, I you guys just been on there on site. Uh, you walk through Antenna. You walk through Kula. Uh, you walked through Sunbird. Uh, you know, this is a good map. It you know, but nothing like walking the ground, guys, right? And seeing it for yourself. Uh, we currently have six deposits identified uh, where we have mineral resources. Sunbird is not part of our life of mine plants yet. So we have in the mine plant, antenna, Kula, Aguti, Boulder, and Ancien, those five deposits. And Sunbird, we, we will look to incorporate Sunbird to our mine plants this second half of the year. In each, we currently have about 750,000 ounces of gold at Sunbird in different categories, right? Uh, we would expect to be able to, in this interim report I was mentioning just a while ago, uh, provide an update after we have done all this infield drilling uh, and and
2: produce reserves.
1: But, uh, you know, we're mining today antenna, and and towards the end of the year, we'll start mining Ancien, which is a high grade uh, pit. Uh, so those are the two two deposits that we'll be sourcing over this year, and then soon to follow in 2024 we expect to start seeing cooler coming. But again, all of this is iterative because Sunbird uh, is only going to be modelled uh, this second half of the year, and things will can certainly change based on on that.
0: Okay. Um... Another question I had here, you mentioned gold recovery was about 89.6%, design recovery, 94%. I was wondering, what is the process like to get up to that 94%? What what steps do you take over the next couple of months in order to achieve that?
1: The first is grades, right? We've been feeding low grade in the initial weeks of startup and that is normal. (laughs) Uh, so uh, once we stabilize grade closer to reserve average, that will help give a recovery a bump. Uh, and and the second and more important one is stability in throughput, right? As you can imagine in, in the ramp up phase, we operate for three, four days, then make a stoppage, uh, adjust things, calibrate things, everything from a weightometer, the speed of a a conveyor belt, uh, you know, uh, all all sorts of things. And uh, we relaunch again, operate for two, three days, stop, relaunch again, uh, make adjustments. You know, it's a normal startup. So uh, we have already been able to, in these few weeks, push nominal rate of production uh, beyond the Nameplate capacity, and uh, you know, with all of this uh, instability still that we see, we've been able to achieve, you know, almost ninety percent recovery. So we're quite confident that uh, with the mill operating uh, steadily, with steady feed, a, a more more uh, a stable grade as well, uh, you know, ninety four percent is is very much within reach, right? I expect this third quarter to be a far more stable quarter.
0: Okay. Um, And while Jorge and Dave, you won't be able to see this, unfortunately, I have a short video going showing some of the footage of what we saw on the ground there. Also have some footage of the gold pour. Um, Jorge, uh, I was wondering, and we talked about this a little bit while we were there, must feel good each time you actually see some of those gold bars come out, a rewarding feeling, especially a year and a half process, a lot that went into building an impressive facility there. And how does it feel each time when you see the gold actually come out and into that Dory bar?
1: You know, I just reflect on the people, right? You know, people, and and just to put things into perspective, uh, our, our average grade at, at Yalamoco today is 2.66, almost 2.7 grams of gold per ton. That means that in a million grams, which is a ton, a metric ton, in a million grams, we extract 2.7 grams out of a million grams. And and uh, eh, you know the, the work that goes behind that, and the, the the people. You guys seen the people. Making this happen every day, and I'm just so proud to be able to work with with all of this. There is 5,500 people making Fortuna happen every day, and and when I see the the goal bar, yeah, you know, I, I'm uh, it, it always appeals to that child that we all have inside of us. I'll have to admit, but you know, I I, I just I have more fun looking at the. At the operation, the people, uh, everything that that gets involved, and of course everything culminates with the gold bar, right? But uh, that appeals that the, the that child in me seeing that.
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, again, I think we have the video playing in the background there. It's interesting. A, what you just mentioned, that you said as well, when we're at uh, at the mine, to put it into perspective that out of a million grams, you're looking for two to three grams of gold through all of that. And although as exciting as it was seeing the gold pour that perhaps you feel even more excited just about the exploration potential of some of the other locations that you'll be getting to later this year and in the next coming years.
1: We try to showcase that during the visit. Uh, Our view is that we have tremendous optionality at Seguela multiple targets at different stages. And and, uh, sometimes we go into a property, a mine, a prospect. And and, uh, as uh, we were discussing there, you you sit around with the exploration team and it's difficult to see the guys come up with good ideas. And at Segela, there is no shortage of ideas, right? Uh, There is no shortage of, of options and opportunities. Uh, We have over 30 targets that are untested as of yet. We're currently drilling Badior, Barana, and Kestrel, two new emerging prospects. Uh, We already published some results for some of those with high-grade gold intervals at the tune of, you know, a few meters with 11 grams, 12 grams of gold. We're back there drilling again, and, and we have a pipeline of close to 30 of those type targets, right? Not all of them are going to emerge and, and advance into a resource reserve, but uh, certainly the expectation is that uh, a few of those will. Right?
0: Yeah, and uh, Jorge, I won't make you answer this one. Perhaps, Steve, you can comment on it, but it was interesting to think, as you mentioned, that you have, rather than uh, needing to generate ideas, you have a lot of locations to look at, especially when you think about what the gold price might be and. 10 or 15 years and hard to imagine it going a lot lower with today's environment and culture, but certainly a good position to be in. And David, do you have any thoughts on that?
2: In terms of where the gold price is going? Well, just the, the
0: position of this Aguila asset where you have a lot of targets and there seemingly going to be a lot of production. Um, and the fact that That will be ongoing for quite a while, which with the possibility of a much higher price in the coming years. I mean, yeah, you don't you
2: don't have the map up. Um, I don't know if you have it handy, but in my um, write up of our trip for my newsletter that comes out tomorrow, I've got a a map of the entire property package, and it's the one that shows the deposits. The um, the potential deposits like like Batty R and Barana and P3 and and Kestrel and then all of the all of the targets right and so it, it's like we may just what what you what we've and even with the resource update that comes out resource and reserves update that comes out later this year we may just be seeing the tip of the iceberg on this property. And and it's it's kind of mind blowing when you think about it. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but there might be another sunbird on the property. You don't know yet. And certainly, like with the grades that that the initial drill results from Batty or showed. I mean, that's extremely high grade gold for near surface mineralization.
1: And and uh, if you let me give a punt to to that question, you know. In 2011, over a decade ago now, time flies. We were mining, uh, and uh, a, or all all-in sustaining cost at the time uh, on a silver equivalent basis was nine dollars, and silver traded up to thirty. So we were running the the mining a mining business with three times margin over all-in sustaining cost. Three times margin. Uh, at the time, Fortuna was more like a 150,000, 120,000 ounce per year producer. Uh, that's converting it everything into a gold equivalent, no? Uh, 150,000, 120,000 ounce per year producer, that's, you know, a little over a decade ago, producing at an only sustaining cost of $9. So three times margin. Today, Fortuna produces 450,000 ounces of gold equivalent. But you know, with nineteen hundred $1,900 dollar gold, nineteen hundred and fifty, I haven't checked the prices this afternoon. Uh, you know, or or margin is twenty five percent. You know, gold. If we see gold run to to go to Chris' question and 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 uh, just thinking of an uh, inflation adjusted gold price, uh, gold should be closer to three thousand dollars. Uh, or $3500 to, to provide you know two, three times margin, right? Uh, the difference is that Fortuna today produces450,000 ounces. So if we go back to those scenarios, uh, you know, I think our business is well positioned to capture the opportunities that those higher prices will present to mining companies, right? Uh, it was a tremendous business back 10 years ago. Uh, then prices swamped, uh, inflation crept, margins got squeezed. Uh, today, Fortuna has a nice, nice, nice business. We generate, you know, sufficient free cash. But that's not why you invest in mining. You invest in mining for, for for when you have three times margin over your cost, four times margin, five times margin. That's why you invest in it. And, uh and that will come if if just if if uh, prices go back to what would be an adjusted uh, price projection for inflation, and I think that will be prices in the range of $3,000 for gold and over at least, right? Uh, can that happen? Well, you know, uh, we will expect uh, and, and hope so, but uh, in the meantime, Fortuna has a good business, but we are certainly geared to benefit from a spike, right?
0: Okay. And last question I had, uh, I know it's getting late your time and we'll wrap up shortly, but obviously you announced the Chesser Resources acquisition earlier this year. Everything's still on track and progressing forward to closing in a couple of months?
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, lots of work in the background to, to close the deal. All terms are agreed upon, but you know, we just have to go through through the regulatory approvals and, and uh, you know, it is a trans-border deal. this is, is an Australian company that adds some complexity to the process. Uh, but, uh, you know, all going well.
0: Okay. And Dave, did you have any final questions today?
2: Nothing I can think of.
0: All righty. Well, uh, Jorge, any other thoughts that you'd like to share before we wrap up? It was great
1: to host you guys. Uh, this is the first time we host uh, uh, visitors, uh, uh, at least so distinguished <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, to the Segela Mine, and and uh, uh, we look forward to 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 receive more visitors because that's the the the, the way to really you know uh, see it and and really understand it, right? So. I expect we'll be hosting more visits, but it was a pleasure to have you guys as a, the first uh, adventurous visitors to, to come to site.
0: Well, it was certainly an honor to be there. And like you said, it really did put things a bit more in perspective, seeing how far apart some of the different deposits are. And uh, I remember asking one of the, the exploration geologists, how do you find uh, an area where you have mineralization this far away? and was talking about how a lot of it is just going around looking at the rocks taking samples and then eventually finding locations for drilling so it was really quite helpful for me to see and um, you guys took such great care of us there uh, from the moment we got off the plane all the way down to the site and back to Abidjan so thank you again kindly for having me it was an honor and a pleasure and great to see you there as well Dave. And Jorge, congratulations on all that you've accomplished in this past year and a half there. It really was an impressive operation and uh, a lot to be proud of. So also appreciate you joining us again late tonight. Congratulations on the second quarter production numbers and great to see that things are on track and have a lot to look forward to with everything that's starting at Seguela. So with that said, going to wrap up for today, but thank you both for being here. And we will see you again soon. And to everyone watching at home, thank you for joining in. And we'll look forward to seeing you soon as well. And have a great night.
1: And we are...